Listen, the weather is so beautiful that uh, unless you're Chris cooped inside because he's got two twins, well, one set of twins, and uh, a wife that's, you know, has been COVID positive for, for quite some time. He's taking care of everybody. He's, he's producer of the show. Uh, he's got his hands full. So I don't know how much time you're going to spend outside. But Chris, uh, we're about to talk to Melanie Paradis about this piece that she wrote. But I thought you could you could definitely relate to this story. It's about children's Tylenol. You're kind of freaked out, right? What's your situation with the Tylenol? Because last time we checked, you went to the doctor, uh, got prescriptions because the twins were teething. Mm-hmm. And you were rationing it out. Yeah, and then uh, had to use a little bit when they got their one-year shot. And now I'm worried because, like you said, my wife's a little covid Yeah. And uh, we're trying to keep her sort of as away from them as possible because I can't afford to blow all the Tylenol if they end up having COVID. I've done a calculation, and I think that I've got six days if both of them got fevers and had fevers for six days would be in a lot of trouble uh, obviously but so that's how much have, i have uh enough doses for one kid for 12 days but six days for them both for them both yeah Yikes. does that make me sound like a hoarder no okay it makes <laughs> you prepared so, you have to be prepared but melanie paradis joins the kelly Cotrera show melanie is president of texture communications uh, refers to herself as an angry mom. I'd be angry too if I was M- Melanie. And uh, she's calling BS on the government when it comes to the children's Tylenol shortage, which she says is getting ridiculous in a brilliant column she wrote for The Line. Melanie, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. And Chris, that is so upsetting to hear. And I hope that you're able to to find some soon and don't have to go to the U.S. like I did. Well, so tell us your story because your your son got sick and and you couldn't find anything anywhere, right? Well, he's my so my son is 16 months old and he's been in daycare for about 4 months now and it's been like a revolving door of different daycare viruses and so he's been sick a couple times and that's depleted my supply of of children's Tylenol and, and children's Advil. So I've been on the hunt since August for um to replenish that supply and I also had to get a prescription for, for children's Tylenol um, when he ended up having like tonsillitis and conjunctivitis and an ear infection and all this stuff. Um, and I couldn't even get that filled. I couldn't even get a, get a prescription filled for, for children's Tylenol. Um, I did eventually get some. And then I'll, I also went to the United States two weeks ago uh, and, and stocked up on some more where there is no shortage. There's no shortage there at all. Did you go to the States in search of uh, children's Tylenol or Advil or did that just... You're down there and you thought, you know, I might as well go in. No, we, so my parents live in, in Niagara Falls and we were down for the weekend and my, my son woke up in the night with, with an uncomfortable cough and we didn't have uh, any, any Tylenol with us. And so, and we knew we weren't going to be able to get it in any of the stores because we haven't been able to find it anywhere in Canada. And so we had our passports and we said, you know what, let's, let's go across the border and see if they have any there. And I thought we'd have to go to a couple different stores. Uh, and and we did not. We ended up going to a few stores to see what the supply was like because we were so surprised at how much we found just at Tops at the grocery store in Lewiston, which is like ten minutes maybe from the Canadian border. Um, and they had they had many different varieties, flavors, sizes, uh, all, all the different things you could think of. They, there was no no shortage. And I asked a pharmacist at the Rite Aid that we went to afterwards. Um, if, if they had heard about what was happening in Canada and they said, yeah, you know, there are some Canadians that are coming in and, and buying uh, what they need, but 
we've not experienced the shortage. So we don't know what's going on. It's so interesting because I, I spoke with uh, a farm, the head of the Pharmacists Association, I believe, a while ago. Like it might have been last month about this. And they were saying they expect the shortage for them to be done now, like at the end of October. And or it was hospitals by the end of October. And by the start of November, I think it was supposed to be in our pharmacies. Um, but that apparently isn't happening. But I mean, have you been able I know you've investigated this. What have you found when it comes to, uh, you know, getting to the root of the problem? What, why are pharmacies and grocery stores in the state stocked and we can't get our act together? So this has been the biggest challenge is finding out why. And all we've heard from industry and, and from government as well is that there's a, there is some sort of supply chain issue that's not really been clear about what it is or where it is, like where is this bottleneck? Um, there's also an issue around English-French labeling. So it's not as easy as just bringing in and buying in boxes or supply from, from the U.S. Um, those boxes are in English only. So they need to be relabeled. Well, I mean, I say just print, print some darn labels and stick them on the boxes. Yeah. It shouldn't be rocket science, right? So there's a couple of different issues at play here. Um, but there's also an unprecedented demand because there, there's a really bad case of RSV, which is a respiratory virus that young children regularly get every year. Um, it's particularly bad right now. And uh, it's filling up, up children's hospitals across Canada, but also across the U.S. And, and that's why I don't understand why the Americans are not having a supply chain issue. Um, that It has not been made clear why that is. You know, Chris, at the beginning of this segment, we were talking to Chris about his twins, and, and he is concerned that he's got six days left. And did you hear how mortified he was to say that he had six days for both twins if something went wrong, six days supply? He's meant to feel guilty, like he's hoarding. And I don't call that hoarding. I think he's getting prepared for the inevitable the kids are going to get sick because there's stuff going around. So um, it's just being a good parent. Yeah, it's what you need in the middle of the night when your kid wakes up with a fever or is teething, and you you need to help them feel better. And you said that on the government of Canada's website, they published uh, about the shortage, and in bold it said, "Only buy what you need." Yeah, they tweeted about this too, and and some some media have reported that that hoarding is a problem. I. I just don't buy that as a long-term excuse. I could see that potentially having an impact, you know, for a couple of weeks in the market. But this has been going on for six months now, six months. So clearly there is a bigger issue at play here than just parents who, are, they're not going in there and buying 10 boxes because there aren't 10 boxes to buy. Right. When stores are getting supply, they're getting like two at a time. It's absurd. And they're not just doling them out. Like, they're actually, you have to go ask for them behind the counter. They they now yeah. give them to you uh, as as needed. So you are calling BS. Good for you. Uh, where do we go from here? Very quickly, I have about 30 seconds left with you. Well, I mean, look, in the, if this was the U.S., they would be calling industry representatives to, to committee. Um, so I, I, I don't see why the Canadian government wouldn't do that, start demanding some answers from them, find out where is the problem and how can we start taking immediate action because this, this is just, it's untenable and parents need help right now. Melanie, thank you so much for joining us. I think it's a really important topic. I appreciate you uh, sharing your story with us and also giving us the heads up on just crossing the border. You'll be able to get your uh, children's Advil and Tylenol, no problem, in the good old United States of America. Thank you so much. I'm going to direct people to your, your column on the line. Melanie Paradis, the children's Tylenol shortage is getting ridiculous. Thanks so much.
Thank you. Have a great day.